1: Welcome back, everybody, to MLB DFS Quick Hits. This will be your Saturday, April 29th edition. Hope everybody had a good Friday night, and we are ready for the weekend. We have a 15-game all-day, seven-game early, eight-game evening slate on tap. On your morning slate, some rain chances in the St. Louis and the Cincinnati-St. Louis game in Cleveland, Seattle, Cleveland, and Detroit. White Sox, Tigers. In the evening, you got Minnesota, Kansas City, and in uh, Texas between the Angels and the Rangers. So, a little bit of rain to pay attention to. Watch your weather guys, whoever you're watching on Twitter. Um, Check that out. Definitely pay attention there. We have some very interesting totals to pay attention to. On our early action, everything is eight or above. Uh, We have one, two, three, four eight and a halfs. Two eights and a ten. The ten is Cubs at Red Sox, Lackey versus Wright. So we have definitely some offenses to target and some interesting pitching matchups to look at. On the evening slate, we have three seven and a half, three eight and a half, and a nine. The nine is in Coors Light between Anderson and Greinke. So interesting slates to look at here. We'll get into it right now. We'll start with the 7 game early first and then we'll uh, get into your 8 game evening slate and we'll kick it off with your pitching on the there it is. We'll kick it off with your pitching on the uh, 7 game early slate and it kicks it off with the man coming back from paternity leave, Mr. Steven Strasburg. He's at a minus 205 favorite at home to the New York Mets. He's eleven thousand six hundred dollars. Mentioned with uh, Scherzer yesterday, the long ball would be his problem. He gave up two of them, both to Travis Darnold. Travis Darnold drove in all five runs that Mad Max gave up. Travis or if Max could get Travis out. Life is good. He probably gets you to the double digit case because he had seven strikeouts. He did okay. He still you know had gave up hits here and there, but he's, if Mad Max just can't keep the ball in the gosh darn ballpark. That's his problem. So it's just always the thing with Max. If he keeps it in the park, we've got great outings. If he doesn't, this is what we get. Uh, Strasburg, he's done a better job of keeping it in the park. He's got like a, uh, a much better ground ball to fly ball ratio uh, on the season. Heck, his last start out against Atlanta, he had 10 Ks, 9 ground balls, 0 fly balls. Uh, if you look at his, I won't tell you all his Ks, but his ground ball to fly balls, it's 9-0, 11-4, 8-5, to 14-4. You know he's going to get his strikeouts. So, much better ratios there. He's um, He's gone seven innings in every start. He's allowed no more than two runs except for one time. He allowed three in Philadelphia. He's been outstanding. Outstanding this year against the Mets offense. Like I said, very down offense. Um, Max just was a mess. Uh, Strasburg's got the layoff with the kids. Uh, small slate. I don't think you have to pay up for Strasburg, but the pitching is kind of rough. So... I, I don't always advocate it, like I said. There's only a few guys I'd recommend, and I'm usually not the biggest Strasburg guy. But he has extreme upside today, so I can't fault you for using Strasburg. Like yesterday, I flat out said, "Don't use Arietta. Don't pay the high price." Strasburg, I'm gonna I'm gonna push you a little more to use a little bit more than normal on the high side, just because the matchup is very very nice. He's a heavy heavy favorite at home. Um, the Mets have the lowest total on the board, team total on the board. Uh, He's in a great spot, if you believe in spots. I know it's just it's a a bad saying, but it's just the best way I can describe it to you. He's in a great spot. Uh, Strikeouts are there. And the lineup for the Mets is bad. So, Strasburg 11-6, top option on the board. If you're not going Strasburg, the one I am a big fan of, I'll be heavier on than Strasburg. Because I think a lot of people will go to Strasburg. They'll see that price tag. They'll think it's not too expensive. And they'll flock to it. Michael Fulmer. 10-5, going against the Chicago White Sox. Hey, I know we've been on the bandwagon, the White Sox bandwagon, but remember why we're on them? It's when they face left-handed pitching, not right-handed pitching. The White Sox versus right-handed pitching is not the same, folks. Remember, um, right now the White Sox, where would they go? They have an implied team total of only three six three in this game, much much farther down. They only have a two six five woba against right-handed pitching, which is atrocious, atrocious, like one of the worst in all baseball. Complete opposite versus left-handed pitching. So this is why we're going to Pound Town. People are look, they're gonna recency biased, They're gonna see what they did like last night, a couple games ago against Kansas City. You know, hey, maybe they hit the ball. It's baseball, it's baseball. But Fulmer's been pitching really really well. He, he strikes out almost 21 percent of the batters he faces. Uh, the White Sox are striking out almost 26 percent of the time against right-handed pitching. Great matchup in uh, in Detroit. Hopefully the weather, you know, participates with us here. It looks like it's not going to be bad. It'll be like it's been the last few days. Maybe a shower here or there. It looks like if they a late start, but these are like early forecasts. A lot can change, obviously. But um, Fulmer's been great. He hasn't been getting lit up. He's getting you six innings or more every start, no more than three runs. Uh, he's getting you five plus Ks in most starts, and he's got the good ground ball to fly ball ratios you're looking for. He has given up a home run in almost every start, but only one, so he's not getting like shelled, shelled. But he's getting you good, good starts on a, lo- a small slate like this, and everyone I think is going to be scared off of the White Sox. And it's, it's his highest price tag of the year, I like Fulmer at 10-5 as a very solid play. Michael Pineda. I'm just going to say this much. First off, he's $10,100. That's insane. He is a GPP play and a GP play only. I won't be using much of him at all. I can see the appeal because when he's on, he's filthy. The... Um, I want to preface this. The Orioles hit right-handed pitching much, much better than left-handed pitching. And you saw what they did yesterday to CC Sabathia. And everybody else saw that, so they're going to be stacking the Orioles. Thus, no one's going to pay this price tag for Pinheiro. That's why he's a GPP play if you really want to get crazy. The price tag and the fact that everyone saw what happened last night and his, his perception of being a gas can, he's going to be so low-owned, it's going to be crazy. So if you build a good amount of lineups or a, you know, a handful and you want a little exposure to be way off the reservation, I think he's a sneaky good play. Just But you need to be, you know, don't have high expectations. But if he gives you like six or seven innings and he gives up three or four runs but still strikes out eight-plus, you take it. I know he's not going to get you the points of 10,100 gets you, but percentage ownership-wise, it could translate to something very nice. That's all I'm trying to say. Ownership-wise could be huge on that one. On a seven-game slate, 15-game slates, there's so many players involved. Ownership's kind of so spread out. It's not the same. But on a smaller slate like this, ownership kind of takes a little more of an impact. And this price tag and the implied implications of last night and his perception – it could be really interesting. I'm curious to see what happens come lock on what his number looks like. Next up, we've got Danny Salazar, 9,800 at home against the Seattle Mariners. Salazar, big, big strikeout arm. Striking on almost 29% of the batters he's facing. Mariners, like I said, last two days, they're only striking out about 20% of the time. The Carrasco fared well, Verlander the day before. And they both shut him down for the most part. I know Robbie Cano hit a two-run bomb off Carrasco and uh, they put up three runs. But if you're to tell me Salazar goes out and gets you seven innings, two to three runs, and eight plus Ks on a small slate like this, when I start naming the pitchers after this, you will take this. That's all I'm going to say. Because the pitchers after this get really, really shaky. He's a heavy, heavy favorite at home. Uh, and uh, at 9800 bucks, if you're not paying up into the five figures, Salazar is a very, very good option uh, against the Seattle Mariners. We're going down to Ma, Francisco Leriano at home against the Tampa Bay Rays. GPP only. Leriano, eight thousand four hundred bucks. Ever since uh, they got rid of you know the catching issues, they already felt yesterday they DFA'd La Salzmakia, but he was the catcher in the infamous opening day game in Tampa Bay where he got shellacked a third of an inning, five earned runs. Since then, two earned, two earned at Baltimore or at home against Baltimore. No word at home against Boston. Two word at the Angels. He's figured it out a little bit. He's going against Tampa Bay. Good strikeout stuff. It's like repetition. Tampa Bay strikes out a ton. The concern, like we always say, let me pull it up, boom. Tampa Bay against left-handed pitching. Very, very good. Very, very good. So, you're playing with fire. But in a GPP play, like I said, with Stroman yesterday as a cash play, because he's not going to get lit up, which he didn't, and he struck out 10 people. He didn't get the win because the bullpen blew it, but he gave you a very, very good start and struck out 10 guys. So cash game-wise, Stroman was great. It worked as planned. Um, Liriano, he's a dicey GPP play. He's... He's that arm that can get blown up in two seconds, or if he's feeling it, he can strike out the world out there, and he can give you six, seven solid innings at 8400 bucks. Next up, Mike Leek, $7,800 at home against the Cincinnati Reds. Mike Leak is never impressive, but he keeps getting it done. No more than 200 runs in all four of his starts this year. At Least six earned in all starts, six K's and three of four starts. And the ground ball to fly ball ratio is just insane 10 to 2, 17 to 5, 10 to 5, 9 to 7. Filthy, and you're going to want that against the Cincinnati offense because they can hit lefties, they can hit our righties, they can hit pretty well. And Leek already faced him once this year, he went eight innings, six hits, one earned, six K's against him. Got you 23.8 DraftKings points. He's got you almost 22 or more points in three or four starts. He's 7800 bucks On a seven-game slate, I will play Mike Leak. The Reds' bats are swinging it pretty well, but he's a heavy, heavy favorite at home. The Reds have one of the lowest implied team totals on the board at 3.84. I will be rolling with Michael Leak. And last but not least, the punt play of the day. Matt Andreessen at 6800 bucks against the Toronto Blue Jays. It is scary as scary can be. But the Toronto Blue Jays can't hit. We've established that many times. They're the most inconsistent hitting team in baseball. They'll show up once in a while because they are the Blue Jays. But they, uh, right handed pitching, average around 210. Woba, 260 ish. Uh, where's my Andreessen stats? There he is. Uh, Andres striking out like 20.5% Of the batters he faces Toronto striking out about 24% of the time And a Woba of about 0.275 Which is really bad Really 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 bad So it all lines up good It's just a matter of What can Andres do for you And when you're looking at Andres' numbers This is what I like about him Is he doesn't go too deep He's gone five innings his last start But then six, six, and four Those are his four starts this year so, hey, I'll, I'll take six innings, but he's gone three earned, one earned, one earned, four earned. He has a tendency to give up the long ball, but at the same time, ground ball to fly ball is just in line. Nine to three, ten to five, eight to five. Love it. He's getting you four to five caves every start. He's 6800 bucks. His His last start against Houston was a little rough. Prior to that, he pitched really well against Detroit, really well in the Bronx against the Yankees. I'm willing to roll my dice as a complete punt play. That's all this is: 6,800 bucks. Matt Andreese against the Toronto Blue Jays. So there's your pitchers: Strasburg 11-6, Fulmer 10-5, Salazar 9,800, Liriano 8,400, Leek, 7,800, Andriese 6,800. Let's head over to the bats at your catching position. You can get Wilson Contreras against the Knuckler Stephen Wright at 3,800. Go Yadier Molina 6,300 against uh Bronson Arroyo. We will definitely have Cardinals in play against Arroyo. Uh, Yadier is 3,400 by the way. I want to mention this right now Arroyo right handed bats are hitting 0.452, almost 500 against Arroyo this year, where lefties are hitting 246. So don't just right away think lefties are the ones to target, right handed bats are crushing. Bronson Arroyo. Um, moving on in the catcher's position from Yadier, you have Matty Weeters against Wheeler. Three K uh, left-handed bats versus Wheeler hitting a little over four hundred. Right-handed bats a buck sixty, so definitely the left-handed bats. I'm still going to look at like, Zimmerman with the Nats, just that that white hot. But uh, uh, left-handed bats, Matty Weeters, three grand. Is a, is a really, really cheap, nice catcher in that Nats lineup. Um, Detroit's facing a lefty, guys. Derek Collins pitching for the White Sox. You know what that means. James McCann, $2,700 behind the dish. Ding, ding, ding. Get your James McCann, everybody. And I think that'll do it. That'll do it at the catcher's position. So McCann, Weeders, and Yadier would be like my three catchers to target there. Nice and simple, short and sweet. First base, Anthony Rizzo, 5,300. Joey Votto, 49. Edwin let us down. He's 47 again. Ryan Zimmerman, double-donged. He's on fire. He's 46. I know I said lefties against Wheeler, but the way Zim's hitting, it's hard to ignore. Really hard to ignore. Santana, 4,500 against Gallardo. Uh yeah, Crush Davis, 4,300 against Pinata. Uh, yeah, uh, Baltimore stack's also in play. I'm not saying don't face, don't stack against Pinata at all. Matt Carpenter is the most inconsistent guy in the world, but you keep wanting to roster him at that price because the floor is so enticing. But he's 4,200 against Arroyo. Matt Holiday with the walk-off 3 run homer and extras against Ubaldo. He's 4,200. Uh, Ubaldo's a rake uh, lefties and righties are raking him. You got uh, Kendris Morales against Andres, thirty. Six hundred, Mitch Moreland against John Lackey, thirty-six hundred. Uh, if you're fading Strasburg, Jay Bruce, thirty-six hundred. Uh, you got Justin Smoke, twenty-nine hundred. If you're going that route, John Hicks, first base catcher, eligible for the White's uh, for the Tigers facing the lefty Hall, and he's twenty-six hundred. If you're looking for a cheap outing at first, same with Ricky Weeks, Tampa Bay versus a lefty. Ricky Weeks twenty six hundred. You know he'll be in the lineup. He's there to face lefties. It's what he does. And it's what he does pretty well. <clears throat> Moving on to second base, Daniel Murphy forty eight hundred dollars. Like I said, lefties are crushing Wheeler. Robbie Cano forty six hundred versus Salazar. Very, very good. He went yard on Friday. Jose Ramirez forty five hundred bucks. Kipnis forty four hundred bucks. I go. I still go. I pay up for Ramirez over Kipnis until Kipnis starts hitting. I need to see it consistently from him. Zobrist, 4,300, verse right. <clears throat> Jed Jericho, 4,200. Second base, third base, eligible versus Arroyo. He went yard on Friday. Told you right-handed bats are crushing Bronson Arroyo. Jed Jericho, folks. Ian Kinsler versus the lefty, 4,100. Dustin Pedroia's on fire. He's getting cocky. I love it. A cocky Dustin Pedroia. He's 4,100 dollars. Moving on from there, we've got, uh, after Pedroia, Jonathan Scope, 3,700. You have Neil Walker, if you want, it 36. Some of the Mets have decent history in Strasburg, the left-handed bats especially. Uh, Starling Castro, 3,400, definitely in play. Kid keeps hitting. He had three-run homer in the ninth to force extras, so definitely in play there. Uh, Colton Wallen's kind of swinging a good battle, late. he's only 3K. Keep an eye on Colton. I just wish they put him up in the order. It just sucks. He's swinging so far down. It just it limits his value because there's really no producers around him. So it's, it's the crappy part about it. Going on to third base, Chris Bryant 5100 just hit a bomb over the monster on Friday night. Just crazy bomb. Speaking of bombs, Manny Machado 4700 bucks against Pinata. I um, I tweeted out this link from Mike Petriello uh, about from Statcast the amount of home runs hit yesterday. The most. In baseball, and the most in any month in baseball, and so on and so forth. Read it. Very intriguing stuff. Distance wise, speed wise, just all kinds of craziness happened on Friday night. And Bryant Machado were a part of that. And so was that Aaron Judge, obviously. Uh, moving on, Ramirez, I already mentioned him, 4,500 for the Indians. The Todd Father, he's swinging a hot stick. We like him a little more against lefties, but he's still swinging a good and bad if you want to roll the dice first Fulmer at 42. Mentioned Jericho, Evan Longoria, 4K. Great price if you're fading Lariano. Uh Longo against Liriano, 7 for 20, two doubles, two home runs. He has lefties phenomenally, so definitely play there. Um, Chase Headley, 3,600. Lefties hit him extremely well. Headley's in play. Nick Castellanos, still too freaking cheap against the lefty. Holland, 3,500 bucks. Eugenio Suarez, 3,500. Um, yeah, third base, third base, not too, not as strong as normal on third base tonight. Not as strong as normal. You have to pay up at the hot corner. Moving on to shortstop, Treya Turner, five K. Francisco Lindor, forty six hundred against Gallardo. Gene Segura, forty five hundred. Aledemus Diaz, four K against the Royals. A really, really good price tag for him. Really like that price tag. Addison Russell, thirty eight hundred against Steven Wright. Asdrubal Cabrera 3600, Tim Anderson 3500, Zach Cozart 3400, Didi 3400, JJ Hardy 3K against Pinata. JJ's 10 for 22 lifetime with three home runs off of JJ. Tim Beckham 2900 against Liriano is a very nice, cheap shortstop option for some salary relief. Beckham is swinging a very, very hot stick. Uh, Beckham, I don't mind that play at all. I don't even treat it as a punt. It's a value play to me. Because the way he's hitting so well is not even, not even a punt in my mind. Very good stick in Beckham going to the outfield. Bryce Harper fifty four hundred. The way lefties are hitting Wheeler Bryce Harper, he's a must play almost every night. But I'd really recommend finding a way to get like him and Murphy in your lineup the best you can. He's on fire. Mookie Betts fifty two hundred. You got Nelly Cruz left day to day, so we'll see if he's in the lineup. Kyle Schwarber forty seven. Michael Brantley, 46 against Cigarardo, is in play. Uh, my heart sank a bit last night when Adam Eaton had to get carried off the field. He's been our boy, so he's out for a while. Uh, I haven't seen the official diagnosis there. It didn't look good, though. He couldn't even put pressure on it. Uh, mentioned Carlos Santana already at 45. You got Dexter Fowler, Fowler against Bronson Arroyo at 43. Fowler's batting like 500 I think his last four or five games I saw last night. He's swinging a pretty hot stick. Go, Jackie Bradley Jr. at forty two hundred, good price tag against John Lackey, who's been a gas can of late. The Trump bomb hit a grand slam last night. He's forty two hundred against Pinata, and then our man Aaron Judge continuously under owned. It's going to change here sooner or later. Price tag's up. He's up to forty two hundred now, folks. Still too cheap in my mind. Aaron Judge forty two hundred against Jimenez. Uh, Adam Nuvall forty one hundred against Leak. Adam Jones forty one hundred against Pinata. Adam Jones, 11 for 32 lifetime with two home runs against Pinata. Billy Hamilton, 4K against Leak. Billy Hamilton's got some good success against Leak as well. You got Biscotti at 4K. Jay up against the lefty. He's only 3900 That's crazy cheap for Justin Upton swinging a good stick, 3900 bucks. I love Benintendi. Benintendi, 3900 against John Lackey, hitting at the top of that order. He went deep on Friday night. That's a nice cheap piece of that Boston stack right there, folks. Really nice cheap piece. Jacoby Ellsbury, thirty-eight hundred. He has good numbers off Jimenez. Seven of eighteen lifetime with a home run. Got check at thirty-seven. You got Scott Schebler. He's thirty-six hundred bucks. He he just continues to rake rake for Cincinnati facing Uh Brett Gardner, thirty-six hundred lefty against Jimenez. I keep saying that lefty against Jimenez thing. Avisil Garcia is on fire. He's 3,500. He had a big night. I told you, 3,100 against the left. He was crazy. He got you 20-plus points. Steven Souza, 3,500 against Liriano. a great play. Michael Conforto, if you want to roll those dice. You got uh Almora Jr. If he's in the line 34, he had a big home run onto the monster last night. Seth Smith likely leading off for Baltimore at 3,400. Is a nice-looking play. Chisholm Hall at 3,300. Against Gallardo, some good value here at the bottom. I made a couple lineups last night with just like thirty-two hundred to three grand outfielders just in that range. They all produced well. There's some good value down here, top of the order bats. Um, you got Corey Dickerson at thirty-three, but he won't be playing likely against the lefty or be farther down the order. He's not as attractive. You got Kevin P.R. This is one of the guys thirty-two hundred against Matt Andriese. Kevin PR had a huge game last night. He's absolutely been raking. Uh, $3,200 is criminally cheap. Criminally. So PR at 32 is a very nice looking play there. You can uh, keep going down to. uh, Who are looking at? He might be running out of options. Tyler Collins. Well, I guess the lefty might not be in the lineup, so keep your eye on that. But he's been swinging it really well, so keep your eye on Tyler Collins. But yeah. Not much past the 3K range tonight at the outfield position, but I don't think you'll need it as much. So there's your seven-game slate like we mentioned. Uh Pitching recap again. We have Strasburg 11-6, Fulmer 10-5, Salazar 9,800, Liriano 84, Leak 78, and 68. We're stacking Cubs versus right. Cubs and flight team total 5.06. Everybody's hitting right right now. Uh, Sackaway, you know, Rizzo, Schwarber, Bryant, Russell, who works. I like Boston versus Lackey a lot. You can get Benintendi really cheap in the outfield, Jackie Bradley Jr. Betts is up and down, but you got you, you like Betts. is swinging a good stick, always under-owned, Keep an eye on him. Moreland's a good look, good options in Boston. Uh, Cleveland versus Gallardo, lefties and righties are hitting Gallardo right now, so I love some Cleveland bats, but I always love Cleveland bats. Yankees versus Ubaldo. Absolutely love the Yankees, especially the left-handed bats, plus Aaron Judge, plus Starlin Castro. Love my Yankees tonight. I've been targeting them early and often this year. Get the Yankees with uh, some Judge and Castro in there. Ellsbury's hitting them really well. Like, you some Ellsbury, Castro, Judge in the middle of the order. Maybe sprinkle some holiday in there. You can do that really nicely. They're not too expensive either. St. Louis versus uh, Arroyo. It's definitely in play. St. Louis. Uh, remember, right handed bats are destroying uh, Bronson and Arroyo. So Jericho, Aledemus Diaz, uh, bats like Gritschick, Piscati, get them rather cheap and you can do some damage against Arroyo. Washington versus Wheeler. Washington, uh, left handed bats dominating Wheeler. Dominating. So you get those in play. And then Detroit versus Holland uh, as well. Tampa Bay hits lefties. You can go that route. And then Baltimore, obviously, and play against Pinata. Tons of options to stack. Tons. Uh, Yankees-Baltimore would be a great game stack yet again, just like yesterday. That would probably be my game to stack if you're going that route. But uh, get, it in, get it in. Get it in. Let's get to the eight-game slate and get through this one real quick. Uh, pitching is not nearly as fun on this one. You got Yu uh, Darvish, 11-9, versus the Angels. darvish Has been pure filth this year. Off and on. Looked great his last start. Eight innings, five hits, two earned 10Ks after a a rocky, weird start in Oakland. But was lights out prior to that. We'll go back to the well on a a night with just really not good pitching. He's he's striking out 30% of the guys he's facing. Oakland's really, I mean, Angel's really struggling at the plate right now. Darvish, really good look at 11-9. You dip down. Everyone is going to be looking at Dan Straley at 9,200 against the Pirates, and I get it. He's pitched really well this year, his last three starts at least, two earned runs, no earned runs, two earned runs, coming off the 14K performance, but prior to that, he only had 5Ks in both of those starts, and I want to be very clear to you here, he's not going to strike out 14, and the other thing is, the Pirates don't strike out very much, so Buyer beware, paying a very hefty price tag. Remember, Connolly was only sixty three yesterday, and they lit Connolly up. So be careful. Uh, the price tag's pretty steep for uh, Dan Straley. Not saying he's not going to put in a great performance, but don't get crazy there. I'd pay down for this next guy instead of paying up for Dan Straley. After Darvish, I would go to Brandon McCarthy at eighty nine hundred. Versus the Philadelphia Phillies. McCarthy coming off a of seven innings, five hits, two earned run, six K performance at Arizona. He's had 14Ks in his last 12 innings pitched. He's looking lights out lately. Big strikeout arm. Uh six or more K's in all four starts, which we love to see. He's at 18 and a half or more DraftKings points in all of his starts, which we also love to see. Going up against a Phillies offense that is uh Striking out almost 25% of the time. Sure, they can hit right handed pitchings a little bit, but on uh, a slate like this, he's one of the heaviest. He is the heaviest favorite on the evening slates board, and the Phillies have the lowest supply team total on the board at 3.06. I will roll with Brandon McCarthy at 8900 bucks. Next up, Yvonne Nova at $8,100 uh, against the Miami Marlins. Going into this one, he's a good, good cash play. Decent GPP play. Marlins implied team total of three eight eight. Nova's only got an eighteen percent strikeout rate. Marlins strikeout out about little over twenty two percent of the time. But Nova, he he usually I say usually to be careful avoids the big innings. He's coming in off of a one earned run seven inning performance against the Yanks. Uh, on the his only road start in St Louis, eight innings, five hits, two earned, three Ks. Like I said, not a big strikeout arm. Lots of ground balls. He's going to get you deeper into the game for the most part. Uh, Look for 15 to 20 DraftKings points for the most part. That's why I like him a little more in cash than I do in GPP. But there is upside if he can get a little more strikeouts. The Marlins just don't strike out a ton. But if he can find him, good. Uh, There's not supposed to be a ton of offense in this game. So hopefully he can shut him down. Get you deep into the game. Get closer to that 20-point number. On a slate with limited options, I still do count him as a pretty good... Pretty good choice here tonight. Here's a name I never thought I'd recommend going into the season. Matt Kane, $7,700 going up against the San Diego Padres. Since his first start in San Diego, Matt Cain has looked great. Five innings against the D-backs, one earned run. Seven innings in Kansas City, one earned run. Six innings at home against the Dodgers, no earned runs. He's only struck out 12 in those 18 innings, but he's looked really, really good. 2 ERA. 116 whip. His Sierra is trending to a 4 seven, one so they're not believing it. They're saying reg- regressions coming. But he's striking out almost 18% of the batters he faces. He's only walking 8.4%. The Padres are really struggling to hit. Uh, we saw last night with Samarza. He was going so well. One bad inning. Had, his first hit of the game was a two-run homer because he hit his Two-run homer to shift and then an air and a bloop, and they scored their third run. He just got bad luck again. He pitched really great outside of that. Still got you almost 20 points. Um, so Kane's got that. And the Padres strike over 25% of the time. Giants are a pretty good favorite tonight. Going up against Chasin On this slate, uh, Maddie Kane is in play for me at $7,700. then two quick ones I'm going to mention. Jimmy Nelson, $7,300 against the Braves. I like the Braves' bats in this game. I'm, I'm going to be very honest. But GPP wise, I like Nelson as well because we know we've seen the shutdown ability, and they have seen the Braves bats get shut down. And Jimmy Nelson has that high K ability. And the Braves, what I like about this, they do strike out almost twenty two percent of the time. And the Braves, like they're like they're just an average to a maybe slightly close to above average offense against right handed pitching. So we saw him go off last night against Chase Anderson, and so that's always in play, especially at Miller Park. Dicey play. But uh, if Nelson's on, he's going to shut him down, and this what makes him a good GPP play. Um, It's definitely a gamble, uh, but I'd I'd hedge against him. I'll tell you that much. Um, And and our, our last GPP play, we go with Andrew Triggs. Our last punt, like I said, is Andrew Triggs going up against the Houston Astros. This is dicey as dicey can be. But Triggs has been very, very solid. He's not gonna light the world on fire, but he's bringing his 2-4-2 ERA, WHIP. Not a big strikeout guy. You know, his last three starts four, five, and three, so 12 Ks in 16 and two-thirds. Not horrible, but he's gone. His last start was four and two-thirds. He got beat up in Seattle, but prior to that, six innings, uh, no earned, five Ks against Texas. Prior to that, six innings, four hits, no earned. Three case against Kansas City, and he had no earned against LA uh, the Angels in five and two-thirds. So before the Seattle start, was looking really, really good. The upside's there. We also know Houston could pound a lot of people if they wake up like they kind of did yesterday. Very much a GPP play. I would not put him in your cash games. Let me preface that many, many times. Not a cash game play. But... Um, he is striking out, like I said, not a ton, but he's barely walking anybody. So I like that a lot. His uh, Sierra reflects that he's, he's basically pitching within his realms right now. So he isn't real fluky, which is nice to see. And that makes me happy that the 6,800 might be about the right price tag. So on a small slate like this with limited options, I'd roll the dice if you want to completely punt and load up on bats with some uh, other options there. So Darvish eleven nine, Straley 92, McCarthy 89, Nova 81, Kane 77, Nelson 73, Triggs 68. I'm focusing on Darvish, McCarthy, some Nova, Kane, and then kind of a little Nelson and Triggs, but I'm mainly going like McCarthy, Darvish, Kane with some Nova, Nelson, Triggs. That's my main my main batch on the evening slate. Let's get into the bats. I know this is kind of dragging on today, but it's a really weird, weird slate. Like, I was looking at it a lot last night, and the pitching looks good, but it's just – the more you look at it and look at it and look at it, it's not as – when I first looked at it yesterday afternoon, I was like, oh, great, it just keeps baffling me. Uh, catchers, Posey, 4,200 against Chasin always in play. Uh, Luke Roy, disappoint. Gaddis, 3,800 against Triggs. Uh, Salvi Perez against Phil Hughes. I even almost told you guys to play Phil Hughes. I'm not completely against it because I think the Kansas City bats are that bad. I just can't recommend Phil Hughes. But if he performed it, would not shock me. Salvi Perez, 3300 bucks. Brian McCann, if you are fading Triggs, I love McCann at 3300 The left-handed McCann bat against Triggs, $3,300. Uh, Steven Vogt against Musgrove, $3,300. Definitely in play. We are fading the crap out of Zach Granke, folks. Zach Granke... Colorado bats definitely a play, and we're also stacking a ton of doyers tonight. Doyers, um, we got uh, Yasmani Grandal, thirty three hundred against Eflin. Love Grandal tonight. Uh, Torino's not playing yesterday was one of the bigger disappointments I've had in a long time. That was just heartbreaking. Cervelli catching for Pittsburgh at twenty nine hundred dollars. Nice look there. Jason Castro catching for Minnesota, twenty eight hundred bucks. You got the Milwaukee catchers Pena twenty eight, Bandy twenty seven against the lefty Jaime Garcia. Both of those are definitely in play. Like both of them, Milwaukee stack obviously an option once again. Austin Hedges catching for the Padres, twenty four hundred. If you're not using Matty Kane, going over to first base, Paul Goldschmidt against the lefty Anderson at fifty two hundred. Lock and load. Freddie Freeman against slipping Jimmy, 5,100. Freeman went yard again yesterday. Eric Thames, 13-8. He'll, he'll be low-owned. People will see a lefty, that high price tag. He didn't go yard yesterday. Oh, no, he's human. He'll be low-owned. I won't have much of him, but you just can't completely ignore him if you have multiple lineups. There's other options i go to today, but like you can't own him every day. But the guy's just freaking good. Albert Pujols, 46. He's swinging a decent bat, but against Darvish. The, some of the Angels have hit Darvish well, but there's other options. Will Myers at 4,300. If you're not playing Kane's sneaky. Mark Reynolds hit Granke really well in his career at 4,000 is a good look. Mike Napoli at $3,800. I like that price tag. That's really cheap. Napoli at 3,800. Nice, cheap first baseman right there. like that a lot. I like Brandon Belt a lot at 3,700. Had like three or four hits last night, swinging a good stick. You know he's not gonna get you all the home runs in the world. It's not what he's doing these days, but he's getting you hits, so I like that a lot. Uh, we move on to Yuli Gurriel. I keep telling him he's heating up. He's heating up. He went yard yesterday. He's up to thirty-two hundred bucks now. Um, if you're stacking Astros, that's a good piece of the Astro stack that'll be completely low owned and overlooked. That'll get you a, lot, a nice piece of the action right there for thirty-two hundred bucks. So don't forget Gurriel. Yonder Alonzo against Musgrove, 3K, if you're putting some, some uh, Oakland A's out there. So nice, cheap, productive first is available if you're going that route. Some really nice, cheap, productive ones. Going over to second base, Jose Altuve at 5K against Triggs. Dozier against Hamels, 4,600. Villar, part of that Milwaukee stack, much better from the left side. He's struggling mightily this year from the right side. But if you're stacking Milwaukee, you almost have to have him out there. He's 4500 um, almost The way Arcia is swinging the bat right now, if Arcia's is like second, I'd almost put Arcia in there instead. See how the lineup constructs. LeMahieu, 4300 against Granky. Ruggie, Ruggie Odor, 4200 against Jesse Chavez. Uh, D. Gordon's in play against Nova at 41 Panic if he's leading off again, 3600 definitely a look. Cesar Hernandez, thirty-five. They raised the price tag. Look at that. Brandon Drury against the lefty at thirty-four is interesting. Young Harris Salarte at thirty-one is definitely alert. The look Jed Lowry at twenty-eight hundred is definitely a nice value play there. And that's about it at the second base position. So a little bit of value at the bottom, and then pay up at the top. Definitely good options there. Third base Nolan Arenado, fifty-four hundred. He has some fun against the Granky. Jacob Lamb, he's been sitting against lefties, so check that out. Miggy Sano, 4,200, went yard again. That guy's just beasting out. Love Miguel Sano. Mikel Franco, 4K. Travis Shaw against the lefty, not ideal. Justin Turner against the righty, and he's swinging it good. 3,800 bucks. Love Justin Turner tonight. Keep him on your radar. Trevor Plouffe. Joey Gallo. $3,500. Great play tonight. Joey Gallagher, Chavez, $3,500. Ryan Schimpf, $3,200. Mike Moustakas is still only $3,100. What the F, DK? $3,100 for Mike Moustakas. Did he sleep with someone's wife? It's ridiculous. Shortstop, Carlos Correa, $4,700. Trevor Story, $4,700. He has two home runs in a short time span against Granke. Corey Seager, $4,500. They finally raised that price tag. Holy crap. Chris Owens four thousand two hundred. They raised his price tag a lot. My goodness. Um, Dansby Swanson, Hernan Perez three thousand six hundred. Still too cheap. Outfield, shortstop eligible. He's definitely in play. Uh, Garcia's price tag. Ask our RC, I mean Orlando Arcia's price tag's come up a bit from Milwaukee. He, he's at thirty five, but he's been raking it. If he's bad in second, I like him a ton. Uh, you can put Hernan Perez in the outfield. RC at shortstop. Still get them both in the stack. They're both swinging it really well with the lefty Garcia out there. Definitely in play. Uh, that might be it shortstop's been so weak lately yeah that's about it very weak so it's nice having her non-eligible there I'll tell you that much going to the outfield Mike Trout 5,500 against Darvish he has hit really really well against everybody against Darvish 12 for 39 lifetime with four home runs Ryan Browning as a lefty is definitely in play at 5,300 Blackman 52 against Granke 10 for 33 lifetime against Granke Springer 4,800 Cargo forty eight hundred. He's thirteen for thirty four lifetime with four home runs off cranky. AJ Pollock forty five hundred versus a lefty. Uh, Stanton you got Calhoun forty three hundred versus Darvish. He's hit two homers off Darvish. Uh, you got Matt Kemp forty two hundred. NCRT, forty two hundred. Yelich forty two hundred. Like all those. Chu forty one hundred. Tomas versus a lefty forty one hundred. I'm hoping the D backs are lower on tonight after everyone was disappointed that they didn't hit a lefty last night. So I'll go back to that well one more time. I still love them, folks. that will always be close to my heart. Polanco, 4,100 against Straley. Uh, K with a Chris Davis double dong last night. He's only 4K against Musgrove. Low Kane, 3,900. Keon Broxton's heating up. He's only 3,900 against Garcia. Sneaky play right there, folks. 3,900. Max Kepler 3800 against Hamill, very nice play. A little Bill Herrera 3800, Carlos Beltran 37, Gerardo Parra is only 37 against Granke. He's 10 for 32 lifetime. You got I said Hernan Perez earlier. He's only 36. Nomar Mazzara is only 3600 against Jesse Chavez. Really, and nice. always slowed down a bit, but still that power potential on the GPP is outstanding. Robbie Grossman 3500 against Hamill is a very nice look. You got uh, Delano DeShields is swinging a hot bat. He's reached base. I think I saw somewhere at one point mid-game yesterday, seven of his last eight at-bats. Uh, he's 3,400. He's been leading off lately. If he's leading off again but today, very, very good low on play. Cheap low on play for Texas. Keep that in mind. Michael Saunders, 3,400. Alther 3,300 for the Philadelphia Phillies. Some nice lower-owned outfield options, like I mentioned on the early slate. Get some of these lower-owned outfield guys that are still very, very productive. So don't sleep on – just don't, you know, shop, shop at the top of the leaderboard. There's some nice looks down below. So that'll do it. There's your eight-game slate. I know I've been very long-winded today. It's just – I don't know. Everything I looked at last night just seems a little, little off right now. But um, starting pitchers, Darvish, 11-9 against the Angels. Straley – if you're feeling it, I'm not as much. But they're 92 versus Pitt. McCarthy, I love a lot. 89 versus Philadelphia. Nova 81 versus Miami. Maddie Kane, 77 versus San Diego. Jimmy Nelson, 73 versus Atlanta. Triggs, 68 at Houston. Stacking, D-backs versus Anderson. You can target the righties, obviously, against Anderson. You got Tomas, Goldie, Owings, uh, Pollock, the works. Uh, Milwaukee versus Jaime Garcia. Starting with Braun, you go Garcia, uh, Broxton, uh, Hernan Perez. Check on VR if you'd like some good looks there. Uh, Texas against Jesse Chavez. Obviously, uh, I mentioned keep an eye on the Shields. You got I like Napoli a lot. He actually hits Chavez well. He's had he's taken a deep twice. Rubio Dors hit him pretty well in a short sample. You got Nomar Bizarra and others. Good look there. Houston against Triggs is in play. Ain't, uh, Dodgers against Eflin. I absolutely love Seager. Uh, Grandal. Some good plays there. Atlanta versus Nelson is very sneaky with Freeman. Lefties and righties hit Nelson very well. So, you know, Kemp, Freeman, you know, and Ciarte, Marquecas go all around there. And then uh, I like Colorado a lot tonight. Uh, I don't know where I missed them at. Oh, there they are. I like Colorado a lot. Righties and lefties are hitting Granke. Uh they, They'll probably be low on People might overlook them in that one because Granky's high-priced. It's not in Coors Field. Everybody be on the D-backs on that one because they were overlooked last night against Ray. Might be overlooked again tonight. So keep an eye on the Rockies in that one. They're still high-priced on DraftKings. But Blackman, Cargo, Reynolds, Parra, and Story all have good history against Cranky, if you believe in that kind of thing. So just throwing that out there to you. Uh, interesting slate tonight. We got 15-game all day, 7-game early, 8-game late. Hope everybody enjoys their weekend. I'll be back with you on Monday, taking my Sunday off, unless you ever know I'm banged up, so I can't really do anything except sit around the house for the most part. So if uh, I feel the itch, because uh, I'm going to update my, my sheets and build a few new ones, hopefully, if I – if I feel it I might just you know relax uh, take a take a breather for myself but uh, if I can get around to it I might put a quick hits together for Sunday I, I usually I usually take Sundays off because I make so many lineup changes that whatever I record it doesn't even matter so that's usually why I take Sundays off if you're real, if you're wondering and I just need a day to myself um, but uh, if not I'll see you guys on Monday hope everybody has a great weekend let's cash check me out on Twitter at trick, check us out at at thesportsdgens.com Listening to Bench with Bubba and Around the Bases. Some really good stuff. Um, and I will catch you guys later. Good luck this weekend.